Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us once again. We'll be speaking with Wendy Vogel, Executive Director of the Advanced Practitioner Society for Hematology and Oncology. She's joining us here on Health Professional Radio to talk about the Make It Happen campaign and the recent survey that validated the impact APPs have on multiple myeloma patient journeys. She's an oncology nurse practitioner from Kingsport, Tennessee, received her Bachelor of Science in Nursing at Tennessee Technological University, and her Master of Science in Nursing in the Family Nurse Practitioner Program at East Tennessee State University. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Wendy Vogel. Thank you so much for taking the time with us. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here today and to represent advanced practitioners across the U.S. Tell us a little bit about your position as the Executive Director of the Advanced Practitioner Society for Hematology and Oncology. Oh, love to. Thank you for asking. APSHO is a, a multidisciplinary society that's dedicated to hematology and oncology. While I'm an oncology nurse practitioner by background, our society, which has now surpassed 5,200 members, includes not only nurse practitioners, but physician assistants, pharmacists, and clinical nurse specialists. Our mission is to further high-quality, cost-effective patient care, and we do that by delivering through collaborative practice models that really optimize the role of the advanced practitioner. And our society, to do this, supports critical issues in education, clinical, and professional development for APs in hematology and oncology, which is exactly what we're talking about today. APPs, expand on this designation as an advanced practice provider. An advanced practice provider. That's a lot of words. That's why we call it APPs. It's a lot easier to say. So that includes the, the nurse practitioners, pharmacists, physician assistants, clinical nurse specialists, and nurses with advanced degrees. So this is someone who's completed a doctorate or higher within their specific profession. None of us practice in silos. We practice together. And each of these roles has specific expertise and skills that work together with the rest of the oncology team to improve patient outcomes. I've seen the the make it happen. It's uh, make it H-A-P-P-E-N. I'm assuming that's, of course, for advanced practice providers. Tell us about this make it happen campaign and the survey results. Sure, I'd love to. So love the name. That was just so clever. But Janssen Pharmaceutical Companies of Johnson & Johnson collaborated with us, the Advanced Practitioner Society for Hematology and Oncology, or APSHO, to make this happen, to make it happen campaign. And this is a multi-year effort that's designed to recognize and support APPs in the, this life-changing care that we give to people with multiple myeloma. The Make It Happen campaign really launched in response to a recent national survey. And in this survey, people living with multimyeloma, about 93% viewed APPs as essential to their care. And very interesting was more than half felt like they could ask their APP questions about their treatment and their disease that they didn't feel comfortable with asking their doctor or their oncologist. In addition, APPs are often treating many different kinds of cancer. So while we know that the members of an interdisciplinary team can really experience challenges, this survey really highlighted particular challenges for patients and for APPs. And it, it really highlighted the need to address barriers that APPs have, given that their critical role in managing patients across their disease trajectory, especially with a rare disease like multiple myeloma. 
Did it reveal any of the reasons why there seems to be a higher level of trust or uh, intimacy with APPs as opposed to their specialist? I can certainly ex- extrapolate from that what I think from my personal experiences uh, okay. in dealing with the cancer patient is that APPs often spend more time with the patients. The disease uh, treatment is set within the team. All the team collaborates on that treatment, but the APPs really take that treatment and run with it. It's our job to keep the patient on treatment. So that means asking the right questions, spending time with the patient, managing side effects. We know that therapy is only effective if the patient takes it. That seems kind of simple, but just because we write a prescription, it doesn't mean the patient will take it as prescribed. For instance, I might have a patient that says, um, I say, did you take your medicine? And they're oh, absolutely sure did because that patient wants to be a good patient. But then when I ask a question a little bit differently, like maybe how many days this week did you miss your treatment? That's when the real answer comes out. Well, on Sunday, I didn't take it because I had stuff going on and I didn't want to have the side effects that might come from that particular treatment. APPs really spend that time in asking, well, let's talk about the side effects. Let's talk about the reason it's to be taken every day, but this is how we're going to manage it so you can take it every day. I think that's probably the big, biggest value APPs bring to treatment plans. What do you think the biggest learning gap for APPs happens to be who are working in the uh, multiple myeloma space? That's a really good question. Multiple myeloma gives a, this great example of the important roles that APPs play every day, but also why there's so much educational needs. Multiple myeloma is a fairly rare blood cancer. It develops from plasma cells in our bone marrow, and our bone marrow is where all of our blood cells are made. Plasma cells are white blood cells, and they produce antibodies that help fight infection. But in myeloma, these plasma cells go rogue, if you will, and they start to multiply uncontrollably. So what this results in is crowding out the healthy cells in the bone marrow. So the bone marrow doesn't produce enough other important cells like red blood cells, white blood cells, and platelets. The problem is, is that we've really improved the treatments over the last 30 years. We've seen remarkable advances, and there's been Probably since 30 years ago, we've had the evolution of treatments from conventional chemotherapy to novel agent to precision medicine. So in the early 1990s and the early 2000s, conventional chemotherapy was about it. We had drugs uh, like melphalan, which is a common chemotherapy drug. But the treatment effectiveness didn't last very long, and there were some significant side effects. Then the landscape treatments shifted with the introduction of novel agents in the mid-2000s, like prednisone inhibitors and immunomodulatory drugs. So we saw people responding better, staying better longer, and they felt a little better when compared with traditional chemotherapy. We also saw during this time stem cell transplantation become a standard treatment for eligible patients. And then now we come to the area of biology, of multiple different treatments, the area of precision medicine, targeted therapies, newer generation proteasome inhibitors, immunomodulatory drugs. So now we're seeing personalized care treatments given to the patient. So we have a whole new different thing of side effects and 
all kinds of new things to talk about, but people are living longer with this disease. So what happens is we have more educational needs. The past few years have brought so much overwhelming data that all healthcare providers have greatly increased the need for education. At what point should APPs be brought into the patient treatment journey and how much input does the patient have with that decision? And then give us a website where our listeners can learn more. Great. So the APP touches every point of the patient's treatment trajectory from prevention to screening to diagnosis to treatment to support of the treatment to palliative care and perhaps, if if applicable, death and dying issues. So the APP is involved in every single case. Um, so it's appropriate to bring APPs on early in the treatment of multiple myeloma. And a website where our listeners can learn more. So first of all, I'd refer you to the Make It Happen campaign website, which is makeithappenmm.com. That's M-A-K-E-I-T-H-A-P-P-E-N-M-M.com. You can also go to appshow.org, which is our professional society, A-P-S-H-O.org. Well, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much for joining us here on Health Professional Radio, and I'm looking forward to another conversation with you. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Wendy Vogel. Audio copies of this program are available at healthprofessionalradio.com.au, also at Anchor Spotify, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.